This is the Key to Authority Podcast, episode number 22. Welcome to the Key to Authority Podcast, where it is all about helping you unlock the secrets of becoming the go-to expert in your industry. And here is your host, Jenish Pandya. In today's day and age, social media plays a very important role when it comes to helping you grow your authority. It is where your customers and clients come and connect and learn more about you. If you provide services or products to businesses, then you have to be on LinkedIn. It is the social network for business professionals to hang out. Let me put it in a simpler way. LinkedIn is a gold mine if you are in the B2B market. You just need a proper strategy and you're on your way to getting new clients and generating leads from LinkedIn. In episode five with Linda Lee, we talked about what the key to a perfect LinkedIn profile looks like, in which she shared not only one, but four keys. In today's episode, we go a level deeper and look into the key to attracting the right clients from LinkedIn. Our guest for today is Joe Saunders of Wildfire Social Marketing. She's a digital marketing consultant and social media educator known for demystifying LinkedIn. Joe is passionate about helping individuals and organizations connect and communicate effectively and authentically to build relationships and results through mentoring, workshops, and ongoing support. She has over 20 years of experience in event management and marketing and helps professionals design and market their events. She believes every talented professional and entrepreneur deserves to showcase their brilliance. But before we get into what Joe has to share, I'd like to take a moment and thank today's sponsor, SiteGround. SiteGround is a WordPress and Joomla specialized hosting company. They add custom-made solutions to your hosting to make your website faster, safer, and better supported than anywhere else. I use SiteGround to manage my websites as well as my clients', and it is mainly because of their 24-7 chat and automated backup services that I do so. So if you're fed up with the poor service of your current web host or looking to start a new website, then take SiteGround for a spin. Go to keytoauthority.com slash SiteGround to get started. Now, here is Joe Saunders. Hey, Joe. Welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Uh, we caught up a few months ago during the Pro Blogger Perth event, and we had a quick chat about what you do in terms of LinkedIn and how you help people grow their business through that. We have had a chat over Facebook and things like that and got to know each other a bit better. But finding out what you do in terms of LinkedIn and you sharing some golden nuggets about how to get business from it. I knew you were a really great person to have on the podcast. So, Joe, welcome to the Key to Authority podcast. Thanks for having me. Joe, so how do you, does one get in some involved in LinkedIn and growing business from that, and why do you do that? Why do I do it? That's a really good question. No one's actually asked me that before. <laughs> um, I don't know. I'm just I'm just one of those really passionately curious people, and I love LinkedIn because it's it's a professional network. Unlike Facebook, which you can, you know, have fun with for hours and hours and hours and get lost in watching all sorts of videos. I love the fact that LinkedIn's streamlined towards business and professional networking. Um, but yeah, what I love about it is it, it's not the perfect platform. It's got a lot of things I dislike and I'd love to be on the um, development team, but I love working out how to do things, how to do things better and how to leverage it so that you can be I suppose be seen as a thought leader. I don't really like the word thought leader, just as a side note, but, um, but you know, as an authority in your industry, the influencer, whatever the term is that suits you, 
Um, so you get that recognition, and I mean, some of the I've got, you know opportunities I've had myself from my own LinkedIn profile, like um, speaking opportunities um, at conferences and whatever that have come from LinkedIn. So using it to get yourself out there and um, spread the word, build build relationships, and like I said, I'm I'm just passionately curious about button button pressing. <laughs> and I, I agree in terms of what you mentioned about Facebook is like you get lost in a lot of the stuff that's going on that's not business related and kind of feels more interrupting. And LinkedIn's that pro- professional space that you know people are talking in business and it's a really good space as well. And I think quite a few people actually don't use much of LinkedIn to its powers and things like that. And it doesn't really help their business. But there's also an issue of when it comes to getting clients and growing your business, he's trying to generate leads. So, Joe, how does one go about finding the client? So in terms of the question I want to ask is, what is the key to attracting the right clients from LinkedIn? Well, the key, firstly, is, well, there's a few parts to that. So firstly, know who you know who the right clients are. And then once you know who they are, what their problems are, how you solve them, then you can look at writing your profile to attract them. So that's the first thing. Also, writing it the right way. So understanding, you know, getting a, a really clear view on what your own values are, what, like I said, what that big problem is you solve, and then how to position yourself. But I've always looked at my what I do. I mean, there are other LinkedIn specialists around the place. There aren't a great deal in Perth, but I always look at how am I different to other people? You know, why me? Why not them? But I've just, what I've worked out is, you know, you've got to, you've got to, Find your own voice, find your own, you know, carve out your niche, so to speak. So for me, it's about creating my brand, my voice to attract the right people that, you know, that sort of relate to that. So if you've met me in person, if you've ever heard me speak, if you um, have read, a, read my content, it's all the same. Generally, it's got the same tone to it. So um, if you can, if you can do that without sort of, you know, sounding like a different person here, there and everywhere, you lose the trust. If that makes sense. And in terms of, so like, I love how you put it, that it has to flow and it has to be the same consistency of your voice. And we've had this conversation, a couple of different podcast episodes as well, where knowing the right client and knowing and bringing that consistency across through your voice and the brand. So how, how does that differ in terms of the LinkedIn platform? Because I know you have different, you have to type out what you do and that's as your profile. So how can you, Put, I guess, the words that the right clients come and find you through your profile. Well, if you know, if you know your point of difference and who your clients are, and you know what what their big problem is that you you solve, using those words and getting to into your client's head and knowing knowing the words that they would use to talk about the problem, and infusing those words into your profile. So things like your headline, making sure that those words are in there, while also um, your headline's a bit of an online elevator pitch in a sense. It's, it needs to be, um, needs to help you stand out. So, you know, why you, who you work with, how you, how you help them in 120 characters. So good luck with that. <laughs> trying to, you know, <laughs> that's a bit of an art itself, trying to get that right. Um, without it just being a list of keywords. Cause that's the other thing. If you know what those keywords are, you, you could just list words, which isn't also very engaging. So it's that balance of, um, it's art and science really. It's, it's that balance of, understanding how you can engage someone in a conversational manner using their language. And then you've also got your summary. I mean, your summary, you've got 2,000 characters to to fill out. If you write, and this is a mistake a lot of people make, they write it in first person. It sounds like a bio or, or their about page from their website. 
and it's very impersonal. Whereas if you write it from your perspective in your voice, it's it's a lot more. You can connect with a person. You can feel that you can get a feel for who they are, and tell you story. Uh, everybody's got their own their own story. I mean, my background's event management marketing for oh, a good fifteen or so years. I've managed conferences all around Australia. So it professional development, um, project management, and learning events. So quite specific. And I've used that. I mean, I've got that. I've got um, this is a bit, a bit showing my age now. I used to run a club to help people connect via good old um, letter writing. So it was a pen pal club. <laughs> yes. But that was way before the uh, internet was like a thing in your home every day. So that's, that is really showing my age. So that's something I did for seven years. So that plus the events, plus I've got a bit of a um, design and I've done web design, interactive multimedia, I've studied. So all of the all those things together are part of almost my own business DNA, so to speak. Plus I've got then my, my values, plus my passions and interests. So all, all that together, you know, kind of that's the, I suppose, my own formula for who I am to attract the right people. So someone else doing LinkedIn training in Perth would have a completely different background, a completely, completely different story. And they, met, and they work with different clients. So if you can do that within your industry, think about what, you know, what you've got that connects you to, you know, what connects together and how you can put that into words to attract the right people. I loved how you mentioned that giving that elevator pitch and the 120 characters and things. So is it possible we could expand a bit more there? So is there like a little certain formula or is there a way to uh, narrow it down where you help your clients in creating such kind of headlines? Well, the headline, it depends on what on your industry. I mean, some people will simply put their title and then their company. I mean, not very engaging though. I mean, if, if you're part of a large company and that company is well known, then that can position you. But if you're a consultant, a business owner, um, you know, a speaker, a trainer, you might want to think more about what it is you do, you know, what you do for whom. So a formula for that, um, yeah, I mean, there are, there are a few different versions of doing that. But your summary, I actually do have other formula for that. Um, okay. <laughs> Let's got, go into that one then, no worries. <laughs> and I mentioned that because when I run workshops, I've got, you know, lots of, um, lots of things that I put together. So I've got the seven step, um, success formula for your summary. So you should, so I'll, I'll just quickly go through it. So you should start with something that's going to grab attention. If you're, and you've got to keep in mind that when people are using the mobile app, which a lot of people are these days, the first um, sentence is critical because that's going to allow you to stand out. And I've actually changed mine recently to say, thanks for visiting my profile. Read on if you're seeking some help with LinkedIn, your personal brand and business communication. Um, then I've got, if you want to, if you want to speak for a trainer, give me a call, phone number and email address. So straight away, that top um, paragraph will come up in the preview, but I'm giving a call to action immediately. And then I go on to um, an opening statement in terms of asking a question to to relate to the person reading because you you need to read your sum write write your summary with your ideal client in mind and if you've got them you know you've got like a persona for that person brilliant and if you, you can ask a question that they're going to say yes to or they're going to say yeah that's me um, so it could be written in a question or a statement form and then so it's, you know it's a good old marketing you know, talk about the problem for whom you know, for who you solve it and stir it up a little bit. And then the next part is how you help your ideal clients with that particular problem. And then what sort of services you provide. And you could create a bulleted list. Now, LinkedIn doesn't have that facility inbuilt. You have to sort of manually create your own, some special characters, which is not too hard to do. Just a matter of looking at other people's profiles and doing 
good old copy and paste if you're not sure how to do it. <laughs> Go to mine and yep. I think I've got um, some little text to create a little list. So whatever characters work for you. Um, and then after you've sort of gone through services, why you? And this is where you establish your credibility. Still, once again, all this is written in first person. So this is where you might say something like, you know, you've got 20 years experience in this, this and this. So for me, you know, I might say, you know, my experience in event marketing management um, and design and whatever else I've, I've done. You might mention any qualifications there, any awards that are relevant without listing, you know, you've got lots. Make it, keep it relevant um, and keep all that. So that's your credibility and, and, you know, why you? And then sum up the problem again and why you're best place to help them. And, you know, the benefit you provide, which is bringing it all together. And then what next? And this is the one that people mo- really, you know, you often see them miss out on. It's that call to action. And not necessarily buy my stuff, because that doesn't work on LinkedIn. You don't want to be too upfront, but it's, it's really what you want them to do next. They've read your profile summary. I mean, they may go off and read the rest of your profile if they're interested, but more than, more than not, do you want them to connect with you? Do you want them to pick up the phone? Do you want them to email you? So whatever your mode of communication is, just, Spell it out and actually put the phone number and email address there. So that's my um, best tip there. I was going to say the other thing is to your summary, add some um, rich media items. So things like if you've got um, intro videos on YouTube, if you've got videos of presenting for a speaker. For me, I've got a presenter kit. So if you want to book me as a speaker, you can get a feel for who I am through video and through my kit. Um, link to, links to my workshop page. So I'm always running LinkedIn workshops around the place. So I've got a link to uh, my Eventbrite page, I've got links to my website, you know, all sorts of things. So you can link to lots of different documents to add some more credibility and also visual, you know, peel because it's pretty boring otherwise. And I guess it's more black and white if you don't have any of those rich media like images or anything because I've seen some plain old boring and then I start yawning and I skip next profile. <laughs> well, that's a good way of looking at it. It's like black and white versus color really because you can't format your, um, your summary. There's not much you can do with the text. So the only thing you can do is, you know, add some white space in between your text and then add some images and um, some media to make it sort of stand out. Yeah, and I love that seven-point formula, I guess, what do you call seven steps to success? Or Yeah, that's my yep. seven steps to success formula. Cool. And first one, just repeating, so grab attention. Second one, the opening statement. The third one, how you help other people. The fourth one, your services. Yeah. The fifth one, why you? Sixth one, summing it up, summing up the problem. And the sixth one, uh, the last one is what next? That's the call to action. That's brilliant. And I guess like you can use this pretty much not only on the LinkedIn page, but on your website throughout oh, the blog absolutely. post and things like that. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> and I love how it flows as well, because when you're reading it, that's where your eyes follow and go through it. So. And I think when people are, I think the summary is the, is probably the hardest part of your profile to write. I mean, your headline, all right, that's that can be a challenge, but the rest of it is just facts. It's just data. It's just how you position it. But your summary is it's really important for connecting, and it's it's tricky to write. So I actually do write profiles for people, but I prefer to work with people and empower them to, you know, give them a framework. So when I run workshops, I give them this formula, and they go off and you know and put something together. And then I help them. So when I when I mentor them, you know, we we go backwards and forwards to tweak it so that it, you know it's sort of you know, it's, it sort of reads well, but it's something that you're always going to be tweaking as well. I mean, mine, I'm often looking at it and thinking, well, I can, I can do that. I can make it better. And in terms of like this thing, sort of things, like I guess if you don't have a formula, if you don't have a system, it you can fall all over the places and 
using this will really help out. So when you say, obviously, continuous helping out and stuff, so how often should one go about changing their summaries or changing their profiles and things like that? Because I guess sometimes people just do it once and then forget it and they're like, that's it, or they keep changing every day. <laughs> that's a really good question because you, you're right. Some people just think, oh, well, I've, I've learned LinkedIn now. I've written my profile. It's finished. But down the... Um, down the side of your profile, you've got that profile strength um, indicator, which yep. often it's either a really long, thin line or it's a circle. But um, if you're complete, it'll say all star, but there's a tiny bit that's not filled. And that's – I like to look at that and think, well, uh, my profile's never done. It always needs to be tweaked. It, it sort of – it grows with you. So when things happen in your life, you know, you might change change roles. You might um, – you might have found a niche. I mean, I mean, if, you know, you might have found podcasts your niche. And you want to teach people how to how to do more with that because it's you know something you've um you know you've added to your skill set, but you've actually oh something you've found that you really love. So as you evolve, so your profile should evolve with you. But then on the opposite, I've seen people in my network who update their profile a lot and um, things like their profile photo. Um, there's one person who updates it every couple of days and from a, a set of photos and it's. I can see why, because it's attention, but sometimes it comes too often. <laughs> you don't want to be in someone's <laughs> newsfeed, you know, and annoying them because then they'll potentially disconnect. Not what you want either. And I guess that too much attention grabbing people, then you start running away. And as you say, they'll disconnect you. Because I remember once you mentioned was the status updates where people keep playing games and stuff. Oh, and gosh. People <laughs> commenting on it. I won't get you started <laughs> on it. I know. There. Just read my blog on that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I understand and I'm with you on that one because like sometimes I'm like, seriously, why would you comment on something like that? And then can I'll just disconnect you if you do it next time kind of thing. So I understand exactly what you mean when people start updating quite often, too often, and then they lose out what they were trying to achieve. You need to ask a question whenever you're doing anything. What do I, what do I want to achieve from this? Like, why am I updating? I mean, if it's updating some facts on your profile or some new achievement, then that's, you know, you want to share it, you want to add it to your story. But when you're posting updates, you know, are you just, why are you sharing it? I mean, but, and Elsie, you should ask this on Facebook as well. I mean, some people completely overshare on Facebook. You don't get so much of that on LinkedIn, but it's still that whole, why am I sharing this right now? And, you know, is, and also, do you have a plan? I mean, if you're doing an, an update and you, you sort of post, say, four or five things after each other and then you don't post again for another week, much better that you sort of schedule that out or, have a bit of a plan so they're not all dumped. It's, it's like you run into the room and shouted five times and then run out again, really. <laughs> yep, I completely <laughs> agree. Yeah. Yeah, so wrapping things up, like I've learned quite a few, uh, few things and obviously after this interview, the next thing I'm going to do is obviously update my profile, but with those seven tips to success in terms of the profile. So, Joe, what's a quick action someone would could take after listening to the interview? Well, from here, look at your own profile. Firstly, is your summary written in first person or third person? If it's third person, as in, as in Janesh does this, Janesh is this, he's an award winning this, fix it. Spin it around so <laughs> it comes from your voice because it needs to connect with the person reading it. It needs to be like you're having a conversation with them. It's the start of the conversation. So number one, do that. And then number two, look at your headline. Is it just a, a title or is it more like a, an elevator pitch or a, I don't like that word either, it's, but, but you want to, <laughs> I need to come up with a better word. Um, but you want to intrigue them so that if you, if you, if you come up in the search results, you want to, 
I mean, mine says demystifying LinkedIn and digital marketing through training and consulting and then branding and social media strategy right now. That's, that's my current one. You want to talk about what you do and intrigue people enough to click and think, yes, this person can help me. So does yours, would it intrigue people? And if you're not quite sure, ask three of your clients, three of your colleagues. So they're the two things I think you should um, look at from, from this session. Absolutely. And if someone wants to go further, they can follow those seven tips and go through the summary and rejig or get in touch with you. So that brings to the next one. How do people get in touch with you and where can they find more about what you do and how you do things? Well, I'm everywhere, um, of course, <laughs> being a social media specialist. Um, so my business, um, my website is wildfiresocialmarketing.com. Uh, you can find me on LinkedIn. That's probably where I hang out the most, linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Joe Saunders. And Facebook, um, my Facebook page is Wildfire Social Marketing. So Facebook forward slash Wildfire Social Marketing. Twitter is Joe at Wildfire, as in AT, or Mrs. LinkedIn. That's my new profile. It's, um, <laughs> it was available, so I thought I'm going to grab that because I know Mr. LinkedIn. He's, um, he's a LinkedIn specialist in the UK, so I, I grabbed Mrs. LinkedIn just for a bit of fun. Cool. <laughs> no worries. That's a really good Twitter handle, and I want to ask where all that stuff is going, though. Next conversation. <laughs> really loved uh, having you on the podcast, and I learned quite a bit, and there's a lot of homework for me in this afterwards as well. Thanks for coming on the show. No problems. Thanks for having me. That seven-step success formula for writing out your LinkedIn summary, which Joe shared, is so simple, yet so powerful. It makes life so easy when you go about editing and updating your LinkedIn profile. I'll be updating my LinkedIn profile as soon as possible with Joe's formula, and I hope you do so as well. Today's action for you is to have a good look at your LinkedIn profile. First, check if your profile is written in the first person or the third person. If it's in the third person, spin it around and make sure it reads as if you're having a conversation with the reader of your profile. Second, is to look at your headline. Is it like a title or an elevator pitch? You want to talk about what you do and also intrigue the person when they come across your profile. So after you've written it out, ask three of your colleagues or clients for their opinions and hear what they have to say about it. So to get all the details and links talked about in today's show, go to keytoauthority.com slash EP022 for the show notes. And if you have any questions regards LinkedIn, or writing out the summary to attract the right client, make sure you leave a comment underneath the show notes. Till then, keep attracting clients through LinkedIn. Thank you so much for listening to the Key to Authority podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share at www.keytoauthority.com. We'll see you next time.